Welcome back to the most accurate podcast here at 444 Football. As always, I am John Daigle and here on Monday afternoons for your waiver wire preview show. Also, as always, everything we talk about will be discussed and much, much more in the waiver wire column live at 6 p.m. Eastern on 44.com available for you. But let's preview this week. And this week begins with Rams rookie Puka Nakua. Because fifth rounder Nakua, Tutu Atwell, and Van Jefferson all ran a route on 90% of Matthew Stafford's dropbacks as their concrete trio and three wide sets on Sunday. And it was actually Puka who led the team with 15 targets and a 40.5% target share, finishing as one of only two players on Sunday to register 40% of his team's targets. Nakua also led the Rams with 34% of their air yards. This may seem like it came out of nowhere, but Puka was actually targeted on 32% of his routes in his final year at BYU, which was the highest rate of any receiver in, in this class just last year, per the data at Pro Football Focus. And we don't know when Cooper Cup is expected to come back. But what we do know is the Rams' upcoming schedule without Cup entails more passing volume. The 49ers in Week 2. At the Bengals in primetime on Monday night in Week 3 and indoors in Indianapolis in Week 4. Then the Eagles at home, regardless of whether or not Cup is able to return in Week 5. Not only that, but Puka fortuitously ran a team-high 70% of his routes from the boundary. So even when Cup returns, we would imagine that usage and that incredible performance keep him on the field as the team's boundary wideout over Tutu Atwell whenever Cup is back. Because of that, Nakua, I believe, should be the number one pickup, especially for any team who is in need of a wide receiver. Let's stick with the Rams for a moment, because Kyron Williams also stood out among that offense. Recall last year, ahead of week one, when Adam Schefter reported that the team wanted to use Kyron Williams in a big way in the very first game. And Williams then got injured on the team's opening kickoff. We never saw it come to fruition. What we did see on Sunday, though, stood out because Williams outtouched Cam Akers 14 to 11 until the Rams took a 24 to 13 lead. And then, and only then, from that point forward, did Akers record 11 touches, all which were carries, to Kyron's one over the last nine minutes and nine seconds of the fourth quarter to ice the game. More importantly, Kyron ran 30 routes to Akers four as the team's primary pass catching back if this team regresses if there are eight rookies on defense and their offensive line which finished fourth worst and yards before contact per attempt as one that was actually a sieve and run blocking if they all crumble moving on throughout the year it's important to keep in mind those routes run by Kyram because he's the one who's inevitable and he's the one who doesn't go away compared to Cam Akers. So when we talk about which running back we're prioritizing among all of them on waiver wires, it's clearly Kyron Williams, given his role significantly ahead behind the scenes of Akers. Justice Hill is another one that comes to mind, but I'm skeptical of Justice Hill's role. He'll record the team's next carry from the two-yard line whenever J.K. Dobbins unfortunately suffered his torn Achilles in the third quarter. And Hill finished as the team's only other running back to receive any amount of touches from inside the 10-yard line. Gus Edwards 
who hadn't even touched the ball until the time Dobbins was injured, was then used and mixed in behind Hill from that point forward. I'm skeptical of putting too much fab, not only into Hill, but into this backfield, though, because Melvin Gordon is reportedly signing from the practice squad, likely forcing a three-headed committee, and Todd Munkin's offense was not as promised for this team's backfield. Baltimore never finished any higher than 27th in running back target rate in any season with Lamar Jackson. And we were being told this offense was changing that in training camp. In week one against the Texans, though, the Ravens finished 25th in running back target rate. And in-game, lost starting offensive lineman Tyler Lindbaum and Ronnie Stanley to week-to-week injuries. It's enough given the combination we believe we're going to see among three back running backs to think that Kyron Williams is the priority over Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, and even Melvin Gordon. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com NFL. Price Picks is North America's largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform and one of the most exciting ways to play DFS. And best of all, Price Picks is simple. Just choose between two to six players and pick more or less than their Price Picks stat projection. It's that easy. And you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. But it doesn't stop there. Price Picks even offers in game projections. Imagine gathering at the house, watching football with all your friends, and building an entry to cheer for together with more Devonta Smith receiving yards or less Justin Fields rushing yards. Now, you can. Just go to prizepicks.com accurate and use the promo code accurate to match your first deposit up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Finally, I know a few of you have struggled with tight end. As Hunter Henry finished at the tight end one overall, and we're all left stuck wondering what to do next. But there were a couple options that sneakily popped out on the waiver wire given their surprising usage this week. And one is Durham Smythe for the Dolphins. Remember, last year's target tree for Miami was extremely concerted. And 13 games from Tua Tagovailoa. Tyreek Hill led the team with a 32 points, 32.5% target share. Jalen Waddle had a 22.7% target share. And the next closest man up was Trent Sherfield with only 9.5% of the team's targets. And some of that happened on Sunday. Tyreek Hill, of course, led with 15 targets and a 34% target share. But behind him is where the usage was tricky because Durham Smythe quietly led Miami every player in routes run and to finish second to Tyreek with seven targets and a 17.9% share. Jalen Waddle finished with an 11.5% target share. So if this is the type of elite usage we're going to see for Durham Smythe, whether or not 
He continues finishing second or third on the team in targets. Being an every-down tight end, since Tyler Croft was not only the only other tight end active for Miami, but didn't run a single route. Being the only tight end used Durham Smythe for the Dolphins suggests that he's a low-end tight end one moving forward as long as that continuity sticks. And finally, Jake Ferguson is another option. We've talked about him coming into the year, but your team, your league mates may drop him or now be lower on him given Dallas's game script. I'm encouraged about what we saw, though, because Jake Ferguson finished with 14 routes, a 52% route participation on Dak Prescott's 27 dropbacks. But 10 of those 14 routes occurred in the first half, and he was targeted on five of them. Ferguson also led every tight end and red zone targets. If we think the Cowboys aren't going to blow out every team by 40 points weekly, and we're going to get more pass-heavy game scripts, Jake Ferguson is a player whose opportunity we need in our lineups every single week. Much more at 44.com in the Week 2 waiver wire. And you can gain access to that by using the promo code YouTube for 25% off. Until then, remember, do a little bit kinder than what's required. We'll see you next time.